This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. Semper Fi Patriots, welcome back to the Patriot Cause. I apologize for not having a podcast over the last few days. I've had some personal things I had to take care of and didn't have an opportunity to stand behind the mic. But I'm back today and I'm going to present to you a very big show a very big understanding of what is happening in America and how the truth will always prevail. Because if we don't understand what's going on, how can we understand how to correct it? So today I'm going to present to you very intelligent individual that understands, has been doing it for years on what is happening in our country and how the powers to be is actually inducing into society their way of thinking instead of the foundations of America, which is liberty and freedom. So stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss this podcast. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. How many of us wish that we had ruby slippers in our closet? No, the gunny hasn't lost it. The Wizard of Oz, Dorothy was given ruby slippers by the good witch of the North. And she told Dorothy from that point on that the ruby slippers are, was going to save her and bring her back home. She just didn't know it. And if we had ruby slippers, then we can go into the closet, get those slippers, put them on our feet, Close our eyes, tap our heels three times, and say, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. And believe me, if this gunny could actually have ruby slippers and do that and go back to home, I'd be the first one doing it. What I mean by going back to home is going back to America, to the world that I grew up in, to the safety and uh, unity of a country that is the greatest country on the face of the planet. So what I'm going to present to you today is an individual named Thomas Sowell. 
if you don't know who he is, you need to go on YouTube and watch any video that you can pull up from Thomas Sowell. And he understands exactly what I'm talking about. America going back home. He is an American economist, a social theorist, and a senior fellow at Stafford University Hoover Institution. He was born in North Carolina, grew up in Harlem, New York. He dropped out of Stuvents High School and later served in the Marine Corps during the Korean War. Close to my heart, as you can tell. Upon returning to the United States, Sowell enrolled in Harvard University, graduating magna cum laude in 1958 from Harvard. He received a master's degree from Columbia University in 1959 and earned his bachelor, I'm sorry, his doctorate in uh, economics from the University of Chicago in 1968. He's a black man. Yes, a black man. During the civil rights fight in this country, and yet he did all of these things. He served as the faculties of several universities, including Cornell University and the University of California, Los Angeles. He has also worked at a think tank such as the Urban Institute 1980. He has worked at the Hoover Institution at Stafford University, where he presently serves as the Rose and Milton Friedman Senior Fellow on Public Policy. Sowell writes for a libertarian conservative perspective. Sowell has written more than 30 books and his work has been widely published. He is a National Humanities Medal recipient for Innovative Scholarship, which incorporated history, economics, and political science. This is from Wikipedia, believe it or not, and it is the truth. That's who Thomas Sowell is. And he has been very boisterous on the liberties of America, of individual rights and human beings in this country. Got nothing to do with color or background or anything. And he has come to a conclusion, which I believe is a possibility in this country. I'm going to play this clip. It's pretty long, but I'm going to shorten it up so you can just get the, the details of it. Thomas Sowell, Biden is America's point of no return. So take a listen to this clip. You think that America's greatest days are gone, full stop, that it's irreversible? Nothing is, is irreversible. All right. Nothing is irreversible. But I think that uh, we're, we're like a team that's coming to bat and the bottom of the ninth five runs behind. We can win it, but this is not, not, I wouldn't bet the rent money on it. And what makes them tremendously dangerous is that facts that contradict what they believe are simply ignored or evaded. The challenge for my generation, meaning mine, mm -hmm. Milton Friedman's generation, mm -hmm. was to establish a, 
an intellectually rigorous defense for human liberty. Mm. And then he pointed to me mm. and said, the challenge for your generation will be to keep your liberty. Yes. How's that project, my generation's project of holding on to liberty coming along? Not well. Uh, one of the reasons I'm glad to be as old as I am is that it, may, it means I may not, I be, may be spared seeing what's going to happen to this country, either internally or as a result of international uh, complications. Do you think you're a pessimist by nature? No, but I think uh, having st studied so many things that sounded so good and ended up so bad, uh, it makes me uh, doubt, especially when there are people who are anxious to spout off with very little uh, study of what, of what they're talking about. Is there anything, as you look at the current prospect for this country and the Western world, that would cause you to dance in the streets? If I thought that the voters had some sense of realism and that they were concerned with the, with the larger questions rather than whose ex-wife said what. So you don't have some kind of underlying faith in American democracy? You I think I think any anyone who has watched the uh, so-called debates would uh, it would find it hard to have much faith. The problem is that sound bites usually aren't very sound. You know that, that there are very few serious issues that can be dealt with in one minute. If the average citizen understood economics as well as it was understood by economists two hundred years ago, most of the nonsense that's done in Washington would be impossible politically. What can we do right now? I mean, so really this would be about just sort of electing more libertarian-minded politicians then? I mean, is that really the only way we can change things, do you think? No, I think the main thing, people have to know what the facts are themselves. Uh, if, if everyone knew what all the facts were, I think you'd have an entirely different set, set of people elected. The utter gullibility of the public that, put, that, that follows such people, believes such people, uh, dis disregards all hard facts about what such people are actually doing and what the actual consequences of what they're doing are and just go with the flow of the rhetoric and the wonderful sounding things like, you know, hope and change. Too many people regard politics as some sort of, uh, almost as, as some kind of recreation. People are happy because Donald Trump makes them feel good. Well, we don't hold elections to make people feel good. We hold elections to find people who have what it takes to have the life and death of millions of, of Americans and the future of the country in their hands. Elections are not held just for social participation. They're not held just to vent our emotions. They're held to elect people who will hold our lives and the lives of our loved ones in their hands, as well as the fate of the entire nation. And I think to go out as if we're voting for, you know, for a homecoming queen or something uh, is madness. I, I advise in that column that people uh, who really haven't had a chance to study these things and know much about it, that their most patriotic act would be to stay home on election day rather than vote on the basis of their whims or, or their emotions, uh, which is really playing Russian roulette with the history of the country. You have people, therefore, who have no personal experience just taking care of themselves, voting on what other people are saying and whether it sounds good. If they had some sense of the loss of freedom, which is infinitely more important than any of the specific issues by themselves, that is, Obamacare really is a huge step 
towards the loss of freedom. I mean, and it happens in small ways, that, 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 but constantly. I mean, we can't have our own, the light bulb that we want in our own home. We can't flush the toilet with the kind of toilet we want. We can't take a shower with the kind of shower head we want. Uh, we can't put our garbage out except uh, uh, and, and broken down by the way that some little uh, uh, gal lighters have decided that oh, we, 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 we ought to do it. I mean, that, that it's just the accretion of these things, uh, many of which are too small to be significant in themselves. But in the aggregate you, can, aggregate, you can see the tendency of this. The people who think they know better and they ought to be telling us what to do, uh, those people are the danger. And if you don't see that, then uh, I'm not sure what the, what the future is going to be like. Why do we have the problem now? What has happened in recent Oh, recent Very good decades? question. Because, because one of the constraints are the values of the public. And when the values of the public are constantly eroded uh, in the schools uh, and in the press elsewhere, uh, then these, these other tendencies can, can have a wider field of play. The whole attitude that you're entitled, I mean, the whole, I mean it's, it's amazing. I mean, what, is, what does an entitlement on the right mean? It, mean? it means that other people are bound to provide you with what you don't provide for yourself? Mm -hmm. I mean, why are other people bound to do something for you that you're not going to do for yourself? To paraphrase Ronald Reagan, four years from now, will the country be better off? It depends on what they, what they decide next, next November. What do you think the chances are? I don't know. All right. You know, I was kind of hoping for a little more optimism here, Tom. But no? <laughs> All right. They saw my luck, Dukakis, for what he was, a phony. Mm -hmm. And I think that if they see Biden for what he is, not only a phony, but, 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 but an incompetent one, uh, then, of course, all of this can turn around. But, but there's so much hanging on this that if that doesn't happen, we are going to be in big trouble. It's as if someone could have plugged the leak on the Titanic. That, that's what, that would have been better. The collapse of a civilization is not just the replacement of rulers or institutions with new rulers and new institutions. It is the destruction of a whole way of life and the painful and sometimes pathetic attempts of rebuilding amid the ruins. Is that where America is headed? I believe it is." Close quote. Now, whatever troubles we have, it's still the richest, most powerful nation in the world. How can you say such a thing? Well, you know, that description would also have fit the United States on December 6, 1941. So it's like the argument that was used when I, when I used to question what, whether Social Security was fiscally sound. And I said, Social Security has never missed a payment. It's never been a day late or a dollar short. I said, it's always true right up to the moment of collapse. I do believe that we may well be, we may well reach a point of no return. I hope that, of course, that will never happen. But there is such a thing as a mm -hmm. point of no return. Uh, the Roman Empire uh, overcame many uh, problems in, in its long history, but eventually it reached a point where it simply could no longer uh, continue on. And much of that was, was from within, not just the barbarians attacking from outside. I think Biden is a bigger risk than Hillary was. Be because? Because, first of all, he's, he's not as smart. And I think, I think uh, that the way things are poised, if he if he comes in and and the Democrats take the, the Senate, I don't see anything getting better in this generation. Mm -hmm. um, 
I also believe that even though the country has weathered many bad things in the past, there is a point of no return, and I suspect that that's where we're going to be taken to. Uh, when, I, I, when I see people talking seriously about abolishing the police force, my gosh, I mean, insanity. I don't think it is uh, out of the question that there are people alive today who may, within their lifetime, wake up some morning and find some major American city lying in radioactive ruins. Sometimes I tell younger people I'm glad I'm as old as I am because I'm not going to see how this is all going to end. What do you do if something like this happens? You do whatever you, whatever, whatever you find you can do under those conditions, which you can only learn by experience. But it's a little like saying, uh, what advice do you give to someone on death row when they come to take them down to the gas chamber? Um. Tom, I'm trying very hard here to find a question to end the show on and up, but I don't seem to, <laughs> I don't seem to be succeeding. Well, the, 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 the one, one good thing is that economist predictions have been proven wrong before, and you can always hope that this one will be one of those many <laughs> predictions. Like Thomas so well, we do not want to be pessimistic about America. But you have to understand the truth. You have to see and your eyes have to be open to understand exactly what's going on in America. This clip was multiple clips put together of Thomas Sowell describing in detail what's really going on. And until... The vast population of America accepts what people like him are saying. We're going to continue to spiral down the drain of communism. I can't put it any other way than what Thomas Sowell is explaining. America is under siege, and it's not under siege from another foreign nation. It's under siege from within our country, our culture, and the changes in our culture based upon the education system alone is tremendous in the fight that is necessary to save this country. How in the world can anybody that was raised in America, in this country, could think that this is a bad country in their normal lives? They don't. The only reason they think that way is because the institutions or telling them to think that way. They haven't got a clue in their minds what reality is. And they think they're suppressed in this country. I deplore you to go to any other country, El Salvador especially, Venezuela, Countries like that, 
and then you can see what real suppression is and how America is going down that same road. The globe wants to cease America. They want this country to fall. If America falls, then the elitists of the world can continue to control this world. And like he says, they will control everything about you and you will no longer have any more freedom. So how can we fight back? I'm going to play a clip from the Convention of States that will tell you how you can fight back. The radical left has our country under siege. The out-of-control federal government, aided and abetted by unaccountable tech monopolies, are eroding our rights to free speech, association, press, and even religion. They seek to transform our nation into a socialist country with an unarmed, ignorant citizenry who believes their propaganda, stays at home, and follows government orders. These enlightened liberal elites and their willing accomplices in the media and big tech used political violence, revisionist history, cancel culture, identity politics, and virus fear-mongering to pressure weak leaders into compromising election integrity standards, procedures, and laws. In the end, they got what they wanted. The left now controls Congress and the presidency. The DC swamp is more powerful than ever. Students are being taught to hate America, and crime is on the rise as police are defunded. Meanwhile, radicals erase our country's history, one name change or remove statue at a time. And more fencing and military personnel cover the capital than protect our southern border. The federal government has never been less accountable to the states that created it or the people it is supposed to serve. Before we lose the Constitution, we must use the Constitution to get our nation back on track. Our founders gave us an Article 5 Convention of States to bypass Congress and make the necessary amendments to control the growth of the federal government, balance the budget, and impose term limits on federal officials. Join the conservatives you know and trust across America who are coming together to support a Convention of States. Do you realize that you are empowered by a specific constitutional grant of authority? You, 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 under Article 5, to save your nation from an out-of-control national government? Washington is so broken it may not be fixable that the only way you'll truly get reform is by having a convention where people decide, you know, we need to have term limits or we have to have a balanced budget amendment. So I think it may well take a convention to wake them up. I've been a longtime supporter of the Convention of States. I, I really do like the idea of looking through the Constitution to reestablish the sort of guiding principles of the Constitution. Well, it's, it's the constitutional solution to an overreaching federal government. You have a chance of really saving the republic 
I'm, I am all in. Conventionofstates.com. I have endorsed it, and I believe very strongly that it's the only way we're ever going to get a balanced budget amendment. It's the only way we're ever going to be able to bring some real reform to, uh, to our system. And now I'm joining Convention of States to make this happen. So join me in this constitutional revolution at conventionofstates.com. That's one word, conventionofstates.com. They have a petition. Go sign it today. Join the movement. Sign the petition at conventionofstates.com forward slash stand up. So there you have it, patriots. The only choice we have is to try to get a hold of this federal government using the states. Going back to the original Constitution and using the states and the people in the states to fight back against the federal government and the tyranny that's been brought upon us in today's world. America is a great country. It always has been. We've had our issues, like anyone can tell you. But there's no other country on the face of this planet that even come close to the liberties and the freedoms of the individual person to live their lives other than America, but is being destroyed right under your feet. If you don't have the knowledge and you don't understand, then you can't see. Your eyes are not open. I ask you to share this podcast far and wide to all your family members everyone so they can understand exactly what's going on in their country. The media will never tell you this. They never will endorse America as the greatest country. They will continue to tear it down. So it's up to us to share the information that is necessary for the average citizen to step back and think doesn't matter if they're Democrat or Republican. They've got to understand deeply how this country is being affected by the tyranny of the federal government. Even when Donald Trump was president, it was still going on. Think about what I'm telling you. Don't be sad Be happy because now you have the truth and we can do something together as a nation to fight the tyranny of what is going on in America today. It's simple. Stand up, show up, and speak up far and wide Please share the podcast so many people can understand the truth and we can save our country. This is The Gunny, out.